welcome to the Apex Church Podcast. Thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to check out our website at www.apexchurch.org.uk and let us know you've been listening. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Well, today I get to continue this thought of greater in me. Last week on our online service, I started this message from the passage in 2 Kings chapter 6 of the floating axe head. It's an incredible message where we read about this amazing man of God, Elisha, who was someone that desired a greater experience of God. He came in the footsteps of the greatest prophet, Elijah, but he wanted to know more of God. The Bible tells us that he was God's mouthpiece to the people, that all the works that he did were miraculous, and that he lived in a double portion experience to Elijah. He wanted greater of God in his life. And just like John the Baptist, When he saw Jesus, his revelation was that he must become greater and greater in me. That's Jesus. And I must become less and less. Well, my prayer for you is that in 2024, that's going to be your desire, that you know God in a greater way, that he is preeminent and the most important in your life, and you build your whole life around him. Last week we talked about the importance as we began our time of prayer and fasting of making space so that we can grow in our relationship and why we should remove some things from our lives so that we can improve. Today I want to talk to you about why it's important to build your life on Jesus and to turn and trust in him and rely on his power in our lives. Please turn with me to 2 Kings chapter 6, and we're going to read this passage from verse 1. One day the group of prophets came to Elisha and told him, As you can see, this place where we meet with you is too small. Let's go down to the Jordan River where there are plenty of logs. There we can build a new place for us to meet. All right, he told them, go ahead. Please come with us. Someone suggested, I will, he said. So he went with them. When they arrived at the Jordan, they began cutting down trees. But as one of them was cutting a tree, his axe head fell into the river. Oh, sir, he cried. It was a borrowed axe. Where did it fall, the man of God asked. When he showed him the place, Elijah cut a stick and threw it into the water at that spot. Then the axe head floated to the surface. Grab it, Elisha said. And the man reached out and grabbed it. My prayer for you is that this year will be the year when you grab and take hold of all that God has in store for you. Well, over these past few weeks, my youngest boy, Micah, who's now two years old, one of the words that he has been saying is tower. And he has been building towers, and he loves to build a tower with his little Duplo bricks. It all started a few weeks ago where he would just take some of the bricks and put them together and realize that they could stand up by themselves. 
But then he realized that if he got a wider surface and started to build up those bricks, it would go a little bit higher. And he got to the point where they were, towers were getting just as tall as him, and he couldn't reach to put the next brick on top. So he would ask me or um, Deborah or whoever was with him to put the next brick on. And you have to keep on going until either he runs out of bricks or that tower falls down and it all starts again. See, I think that's a great picture for us in our lives. Just as last time I spoke about the importance of making space, doing what we can do first and trusting God with the rest. That's exactly what Micah has done. He was building up the tower as much as he could, doing everything that he could, and then coming and asking for someone who is bigger and stronger and more able to do what he cannot do for himself. Friend, that's what we do in our journey. We build our lives around Jesus, around that strong, firm foundation that when we do all that we can do, we can trust him for the greater in our lives. <coughs> that's what we read in verses 2 and 3 of this passage. Let me read it to you again. Let's go down to the river, the Jordan River, where there are plenty of logs. There we can build a new place for us to meet. All right, he told them, go ahead. Please come with us, someone suggested. I will, he said. Elisha agrees to the suggestion and one of the men invite him to come along with them. Number one, invite God into your everyday life. Not just Sundays, not just when you're in church, not just with your Christian friends, every single day of your life. He is looking for people who desire him. He's looking for the desire of our hearts first. And it all begins with an invitation. And at this moment, I want to invite you to come to our Alpha course, which started on Thursday night with our launch night. And this is an opportunity for you to come to know Jesus and who he is, his love for you, the plan and the purpose that he has for your life here, and how that will impact eternity. I want you to come along on Thursday night. Come and go on that journey. That's my invitation to you. So that you would invite Jesus into your everyday life. That's how it begins, to build your life around Jesus. It's putting him front and central. And also that's that understanding that if, when the prophet came to Elisha and if Elisha said, no, I'm not coming, <coughs> Elisha is the one it was God's mouthpiece, his representative at this point, then that would have been enough for him to realize, okay, if Elijah's not coming, then we're not going. See, it's important to invite him into your life, not so that he will bless your plans, know that your plans align with his plans. That's why we've taken this time this week in our time of prayer and fasting, not to get God to get on board with what we want to do, but that we would be sensitive to what he wants to do in and through us. God deserves to be central in your life. And if he isn't going to come with us, then he's got something far better for us and we can trust in him. But he won't force himself when you turn to him and you welcome him, when you call on him, 
he'll come and he'll lead you and he'll guide you and he'll strengthen and sustain you when you obey him. Build around Jesus. Turn and trust in God. See, when they arrive, they get to work and this was a great work that they were doing. And maybe in your life, you're busy in a great work, but like these people, there comes a moment where everything seems to halt. Things are maybe not as straightforward and going as well as you think they should be. That doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong things. That just means it's an opportunity for you to turn to God and ask for his help, for his grace, and for his strength. And maybe that's where you find yourself today. Don't give up. Keep on going. Turn to God and trust in him. Just because it's not easy isn't, or isn't going as you expect it to, it doesn't mean it's not where God wants you to be. But it definitely means it's an opportunity for you to turn to God and trust in him. Friend, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Turn to him. Have you ever borrowed something from someone and you've lost it or you've broken it or you've misplaced it <coughs> and you've had to go back to them and explain what happened? So embarrassing. And here we've got a moment where this man loses the axe that he borrowed. Just wonder how did he get that axe in the first place? Now the Bible doesn't tell us, but imagine with me here. Maybe there was someone who wasn't going to the Jordan River. They maybe weren't able to go to the Jordan River, but they had an axe. And there was this conversation between the two. And he says, like, I'm not going, but you go. You take my axe. He recognized that what they were going to do was a good thing. And he trusted him with that axe. And maybe that's a good illustration and picture for our church. That maybe you can't go where maybe our younger ones will go. But you can get behind them. You can resource them. You can help them. You can support them. Whether that's our youth or our kids. Or whether that's just something that's going on that maybe you can't physically be there but you can support it. And there comes this moment where they're busy about the work and they're cutting down the trees. And as they are being so diligent and so working so hard, that axe hit the tree and it bounced and it flew. Thankfully, it didn't hit anyone, but it went right into the River Jordan. And axe heads do not float. It sank to the bottom of the Jordan River, which would have been like looking for a needle in a haystack. That axe head, that axe that was borrowed, was now lost and sunk to the bottom. And maybe in your life today, you feel overwhelmed and you feel lost and you feel like you're at the bottom, rock bottom. Well, the good news today is it's not over yet. God's not finished with you yet. Nothing's too hard. No one's too far. God is able to bring that which seems lost, that which seems forgotten, that's when it feels all over. He is able to bring the transformation. He can find that which is lost and he can restore it today. See, there's this amazing moment <coughs> where they realize that it's lost. He turns to the man of God. And that is what happens in these moments. There are opportunities for us to turn to God and ask for his help. Because it's important in our lives. 
that we recognize, all that we have is borrowed. That these are gifts that God gives to us. It's his grace that he gives to us. I wonder in this year, will you acknowledge that it all comes from him first and request his help? What's your accent in 2024? What is it that maybe you've lost sight of? What is it that maybe you've misplaced? What is it that you maybe feel is lost? Is it a dream, a vision, an existing relationship, or maybe the desire to have a relationship? An ongoing situation, a loved one, a health struggle, an opportunity, a battle within you. What is it that this year you are going to grab it and take hold of it? You see, here we see the importance of relying on the power of God. Because Elisha came to that river and he threw the stick into that water. Just as Moses' staff split the Red Sea. And just as the cross of Christ split the curtain in the temple and defeated sin, it wasn't the stick, it wasn't the wood, it wasn't the staff, it was the power of God over nature. Defying gravity, the axe head floats. It was God's power over sin. As sinners don't become saints without the power and the blood of Jesus. God's power is sufficient over all our struggles. Turn to God and trust in him. Friend, wherever you are right now, if you feel like it's lost, you feel like it's over, then it's time to call on the power of God. And just as that stick was placed into that water, you need to allow God's power to come into your life and allow God to do that transforming work. And friend, it's time to grab it. Just as the prophet said to the man, grab it. That's the word for you today. To take hold of that which you are desiring. Greater experience of God in your life. It's here for you to take hold of. Your new identity in Christ, your freedom in Christ, your new life in him, to be empowered by the Spirit. That which you thought was lost, turn to God, trust him, and he'll bring it back to you. Make space, make that room to improve, but grab it. Friend, don't let this year go by, another year in your life. There are so many things that we do not know what will happen. We're uncertain of many things. And I'm sure of this, that God is with you, God is for you, and he's a plan for your life. Don't miss out on it. Grab it. But it all begins with an invitation. And Jesus says to you today, come to me. And you're watching me this whenever you find yourself in front of the screen. And this is the invitation for you as well. Come to Jesus. It's in him that you find your true identity. You find the freedom from your sin and your old life. And you find the freedom that you can live in today and for all eternity. It really begins with a prayer of invitation, just a simple prayer of commitment. You say, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin and make me a new person. I confess you are my Lord, and I believe you're risen from the dead. 
Make me a new person by the power of your spirit. I'll follow you every day of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer or you would like to know more, I want to encourage you to join us at Alpha on Thursday night. Come and go on that journey. Understand what it means to follow Jesus and walk in his ways. Friends, 2024, grab it. Don't let this moment go by. That greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, the Bible tells us. So I want to encourage you to have a greater experience of him every day of your life by seeking him first. Thank you.